Hey guys, it's Cassandra McClure and I am beyond excited for this release. This is sort of a test of sorts because we're trying something new on a new app and hi, if you have never heard my voice before, then you aren't familiar with the Clean Beauty Podcast original show. That was a few years ago, but we're back on different terms, but with the same idea. So I don't have a script. I don't write everything beforehand. I'm just talking to you, my friend in the world, and sharing my thoughts and my knowledge with you. And so if you've never heard my show before, Clean Beauty Podcast was all about raising awareness and interviewing the best of the best in clean beauty. So I was a former makeup artist I traveled to over 30 countries. I did makeup in every corner of the globe. I was hairstyling. I was wardrobe styling. I was a stylist. I worked on everything from magazine shoots and TV studios and films to full-on photo shoots and weddings and just about everything in between. So hundreds, if not thousands of faces that I worked on, mostly women, a lot of men's grooming too. And from there, I, you know, always sort of had a stuffy nose, always had sort of, you know, itchy, watery eyes. My eyes always watered. And I just thought that was normal. I thought it was allergies and that, you know, some people just suffered. And so I accepted it. But when I met my now husband, I had work several days every weekend. I was working weddings, sometimes Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, different jobs. And it was very overwhelming. It was really fun. I had an entire beauty team working with me, but that's when I started having more issues. <laughs> my my skin, my back would break out. I was itchy, red, and I was just getting exposed to more chemicals every day. I was waking up and covering my face and body and makeup and cream and taking a shower and using soaps and all of these things that were fragrance filled. And one day I decided to go to the doctor to see if there was anything they could do or anything they would recommend. And they did. They recommended a HEPA filter. They recommended getting rid of my dog. They said I'm allergic to everything. They did a patch test on my back. And the entire test came back that I was allergic to everything. But they tested a bunch of weeds and grasses and things. They didn't, they knew who I, my profession. They knew that I was a makeup artist, but they didn't test makeup on my back. They didn't test hairspray. They tested a bunch of things that were out, you know, elements, dog hair and cat hair. Um, which I wasn't surprised that I was allergic to because I remember growing up with cats and that was, I, I hated having them in the house because my, my nose and my eyes would itch and water. So I had happened to go to this event. Uh, it was, a, I went to a wine bar and there was something going on with Beauty Counter and that is a makeup brand. And they, you know, I started talking to a woman. She told me about clean beauty. And I was like, what's clean beauty? I'm a makeup artist. I've never even heard of that term. And she's like, oh, you know, like it's all this toxic makeup and beauty products. And 
um, I started talking to this other woman who was there and she was like, yeah, I had cancer. I'm like super sensitive to fragrance. I have allergies. Da, da, da. And I was like, all of those key words I've been dealing with and I've, I know now and I'm aware, you know, sometimes it's just about awareness. And so I was like, you know what, if what you're saying is true, the fragrance in my cosmetics, and I was thinking, okay, it might be in my blush. I know I have some fragrance things. But when I went home, I started really realizing everything in my house from the air filter, like my Glade Air plug-in to my candles and my hand soap and my shampoo and everything I was dumping on myself every day. My body lotion, my body spray. I had to wear two different perfumes. I was wearing three lipsticks. I mean, I was, and then I was using it all day on other people. So there wasn't a break for me. So I was in this constant, I was just poisoning myself, but I didn't know it. I decided to do my own detox. I shared that online. And that's what brought me into podcasting because after two days, I always say 48 hours, I saw and felt a significant difference. After three days, I was like, oh my God, I turned to my my fiance and said, this has changed my life. Like I could breathe better. I could see better. The psoriasis on my head cleared up and I was just feeling a hundred times better. My, my friend at the time said, did you, are you on a diet? Did you lose weight? And it was literally the inflammation went down on my face, the redness, the itchiness went away on my body. I don't know if you've ever got bit by a mosquito or had like itchiness or psoriasis or eczema, but it's just to crawl in your own skin and to be uncomfortable in your own skin is one of the worst feelings in the world because you have to live with it. It's like having a stomach ache all the time. You just can't live to your fullest potential. And so I was suffering and and I was just accepting it because it was so normal for me. But when that happened, it changed my life. I put everything in a cardboard box. I got rid of everything. I literally was happy to throw away thousands of dollars in makeup and skincare and hair care and body care and home products in the trash. And I didn't really even really think about eating differently, a vegan, organic. I wasn't thinking about buying too well. I was kind of getting into sustainability, but I was, it was also new to me. I didn't really understand what the beauty industry was doing. And I didn't know that there were secrets. I didn't know fragrance was a word that contained all these chemicals. And so my work began. And when I said, Hey, to my husband, like, what do you think about this? What am I going to do? How am I going to work? How am I not going to sit in a room with eight bridesmaids and a bride with hairspray just filling up the entire room. How, how am I going to live through this anymore? How, what am I going to do? And he said, you always want to start your own podcast. Maybe this is what you should do. Maybe you should look up the term clean beauty, see how many people are talking about it. Maybe we think of, you know, maybe you, maybe you just stop everything and you take a break and you, and you, you know, figure this out. And so we looked it up and there was nothing on clean beauty. There wasn't even episodes on podcasts about clean beauty. Like nothing was titled that. And clean beauty, yes, was a term and people were doing it and it had been going on for a long time, but in the podcast world, it wasn't. And so that was my golden opportunity. And that's how I started making a name for myself in the clean beauty space. So 
if you ever heard the term and you're started to get into it, you'll see my name somewhere because I was on a hundred other podcasts talking about it. I was in magazines and books and TV shows and all kinds of different things. And I was just getting great PR because again, I was, I was, I was kind of a trailblazer in a sense in the podcast space, talking about something that no one was talking about. And so my podcast did really well. I, from there, created the Clean Beauty Retreat. From there, I launched Clean Beauty Con, which was an online digital wellness platform through COVID. Started it right at the beginning of COVID. We were the first online digital summit meeting online. And that took its own, you know, it projected and and went its own way. And it was amazing. And we had everybody in the beauty industry because no one was doing anything. Everyone was stuck at home. So everyone came to our platform to talk, to educate, to speak on different subjects that they felt passionate about, everything from cancer wellness to sustainability. And we did that every week for like 36 weeks, like a year, over a year. And it was amazing. So from there, I was like, okay. You know, and I was just going, I was just going with the flow. I was like in the flow and um, I didn't really stop. So I kept the podcast going. I now had a summit, a full-time conference going online. And, you know, my husband's like, are we going to start a family or what? Are we going to buy a house or what? And so I was like, yeah, like totally. And I had found all the clean beauty in the world and I was getting packages every day of all these amazing things to try sustainable brands and clean sunscreen and zero waste packaging from all these brands. And I was sharing them on my social media and my social media was continuing to grow. And I was just riding the wave and I was working with brands and working on getting those products out to people because everyone that had followed me from before was asking the same question. What are you going to use now? How are you going to replace your Chanel bronzer? What, you, what product is going to live up to that in the clean beauty world with all these indie small brands that are like crunchy? But I found the best of the best and shared them across my platforms, my blog, my TikTok, my Instagram, all over social media, on interviews, and just naturally, organically, when I would do a makeup lesson, I started doing customized beauty lessons and meetings with people. So if someone was where I started and they didn't know how they were going to replace their deodorant with all kinds of chemicals and you know stuff in it, I gave them options. And that turned into the Clean Beauty Kit. The Clean Beauty Kit is a... It started as like an influencer box that I wanted to fill with products made in the United States because the borders were shut down. If you think about what happened with COVID, there was shipping, everything was delayed and you couldn't even get things that you ordered and paid for, like cars even. So when it came to beauty, I was like, well, I want to support the local small businesses around me. Literally, I met up with most of the people. They would drive to my house and drop off the product that they wanted to send to my audience. And they had made it in their home or in their local facilities. Uh, And so that became my core principle. It was women in business that had small brands 
primarily self-funded, and I wanted to share those organic natural products that they were making, however they were making them, and and get them out to my audience, my podcast audience, the people that were coming to the Wellness Summit online. Everyone was connecting, but a lot of people weren't able to try or even afford the brands, and they couldn't go in the store. So again, Sephora was shut down. You couldn't go get your makeup done. There was nowhere to go and try beauty products. Credo, nothing was open. And so people were stuck at home, feeling sad, feeling depressed, not knowing about clean beauty and starting to learn about clean beauty. A lot of people, when, when COVID hit, there was a break and everybody had to stop what they were doing and look at what was important. And a lot of people started to get into sustainability and start seeing their footprint, like what they were doing every day and really what mattered because when stuff shut down, they were like, okay, I don't really actually need that. I don't need to go to that bar. I don't need to consume this product. I don't need to hang out with this person. This person isn't fulfilling my life. You, you really had to just look over your life and re recalibrate everything. So beauty was one of those things because people were like, okay, I've been ordering this product. I don't know what's in it. I don't know who makes it. It's from overseas in some country. I don't even know. And it's expensive and it's not actually doing anything for my skin. It's not making me happy. And I want to support, you know, local brands too. I want to support a woman that I met on this podcast or that I heard about on this summit. And people were super interested and they were more open to try these new things, especially when I was giving it to them Um, because people didn't have jobs. So we were giving these boxes out of product. And of course it went viral and everyone was talking about it and every brand wanted to be a part of it because there was no distribution. The brands were at a standstill. Their product probably would have went bad otherwise because everything has a shelf life, especially when you're talking about organic, clean products and ingredients. So we were essentially at max capacity from day one with the clean beauty kit, sending them out every couple weeks and getting them into the hands of influencers and bloggers and other podcasters and makeup artists and hairstylists and estheticians and people who really wanted to try something new and everyday stay at home moms and people that were just generally interested in the products. So we were getting those out. We were getting great feedback and the brands were loving it because they were getting so much exposure. They were hitting a new audience. They were feeling good about getting their products out there. And so that continued to grow. And we're what on our, I want to say on our third year, we celebrated two years last year. So yeah, time flies, especially when you're locked up at home. So yeah, if you, if you knew, maybe you knew all of that, but you didn't know every little detail. And so that is kind of how I came to be. And so you're like, how are you doing makeup and doing all this stuff? Whenever I would start something new, something else had to give. So with the kits, the podcast started to fade and I went from doing a show every single week to doing a show once a month. And then a show every one, six months. 
And last year it was pretty much just on online and there wasn't anything new being released. And so I had a calling. I had, we bought our house in Palo Alto and our dream, we bought our dream home. We invested everything in, in our home and, and focused on, you know, having, getting married and having a baby. So I'm a mom now. And I worked all the way up until I gave birth. I was working the day before I gave birth. I didn't, I didn't even know I was going to give birth. And then I was at an event two or three weeks after I gave birth. I was still puffy. <laughs> and uh, I was in heels and a dress and, and working it. And that's just who I am. I'm a full-time mother, uh, but my husband and I make it work. He works full-time in the tech world, but we make it work. And it's part of who I am. I am so driven. I am so passionate about helping people. I love working with women in business. I think it's so inspiring. Like everyone I work with inspires me in a different way. And I love sharing beauty and self-care and wellness with everybody. And so I'm back here starting over because it feels so good. And yes, I have an audience and I have this following on my original Clean Beauty podcast. I do. But who, I mean, that's fine. It's, it's like starting a second blog. Um, this is easier. I'm going to just be real with you guys. I'm always going to be real, but this is, this is why this is happening right now. So I have to record from my phone. I used to have this whole studio set up. I still do, but my baby's room, my baby took over. She has a nursery now. She has her own bedroom and that bedroom I gave to her. And so my podcasting equipment and my desk is still in there, but it's really hard to obviously record. And I don't know how I'm going to sit down at a computer and do all of that while she's screaming behind me. So I'm actually upstairs while she's downstairs right now. And I'm on my phone. This is just easier for me. This app, it's like through an app. So maybe the quality of the audio isn't going to be as great as my original show. But hey, if you want to chat, if you want to stay in touch, if you want to learn, this is how you're going to get the content. I really wanted to show up because number one, we have an amazing sustainability retreat coming up. And this is my second retreat ever since my first original clean beauty retreat in Carmel. That was three years ago. And I'm really excited because it's in Menlo Park. It's local to me. It's in my community. It's supporting other local women in business, like I, like I said. And we're working with local brands that are sustainable, eco-conscious, zero waste, all the things. And we're working with the Bar 3 studio which is a fitness place where you can go where I've been going to bar. It's so fun. And I'm working with the owner of that studio and the Park James Hotel in Menlo Park, which I actually have done an event with before. And so all of us are getting together and we're supporting women and we're getting to de- together to do everything from gua sha 
we have a facialist coming in to a sound healing workshop and dance and eating good, healthy food, just everything and everything in between. So we have a two-day, it's a two-day retreat. Um, It'll be sold out because we can only fit about 40 people total in this space. Uh, And we want to keep it, all of my events have been always really boutique and really amazing. So we'll have a clean beauty kit. You guys will be getting amazing products. And so I I said, you know what? My baby's almost a year old. I can't believe it. She's going to be one in March. And we have a retreat in April. So I wanted to get ahead of the game, get the show back up and running because I'm going to be doing interviews. I am getting things organized so that you guys have a place to go because I know a lot of you have been asking about the podcast and I love you for it. We let our Instagram retire, like all of my my website's still up, everything's there, but there's just no new content. And I wanted you guys to be able to go somewhere, or if you've never heard me before, discover me and these amazing women that I'm going to be working with and talking through and about. And now I'm a wife, I'm a mother. And so I'm coming from a different space in talking to you. So it's not just about makeup that I'm putting on. It-